And welcome to the next Fireside Chat here at F3. My name is Kevin Hill. I'm the executive publisher at Freightwaves. And we have an awesome talk today about technology, about 3PL technology and acquisitions with Michael Newcity, Chief Innovation Officer over at ArcBest. Michael, thanks for joining us today at F3. Um, ArcBest is all about technology and, and acquisitions. Uh, they had a busy uh, 2021 here uh, with uh, Molo Solutions. The, it was announced about 60 days ago and is closing any day now. And, and one of the fastest growing 3PLs out there. Can you give us a little bit of details of why it was such, a, such an attractive buy? Thanks, Kevin. Just glad to be here as well. You know, um, why Molo? You know, our goal is to provide a singular seamless experience for both customers who need access to our truckload solution and for our carrier partners. We see uh, many ways we can become better together, uh, providing an even better experience uh, to more customers, as well as accelerating our best growth. You know, as you said, Kevin, Molo was founded um, in 2017. It's one of the fastest growing companies in a space that's already the largest area for transport spend in North America. Uh, which is truckload brokerage, you know, in the short term, um, the Molo acquisition doubles the capacity between our two organizations to, to nearly 80,000 carriers, which helps us better serve customers. It also gives us a large uh, facility in Chicago, an innovation hub, as we well know, in the, in the brokerage industry. Um, but really, ArcBest, in terms of technology, is bringing some strong digital capabilities to Molo. That'll make it easier for their employees, uh, their customers, and carriers to do business. Um, ArcBest uh, has built a digital platform uh, for our carriers over the last two to three years to access and, and manage shipments. We've also built a system that, that automates the carrier awarding and booking process, which Molo will be able to leverage to automate some of their own processes. Um, today, we match uh, 90% of our truckload freight and around 20% are digitally negotiated and awarded to a carrier. With more data, more carrier data, our digital freight matching algorithms will improve, uh, making our people's jobs more effective in carrier selection and, and providing better load data to our own carriers. So this additional data is also going to benefit a, a, a custom-built uh, shipment visibility platform that we've that we've uh, rolled out over the last two to three years. And that provides projected ETAs to, to proactively manage uh, potential transport delays. Molo will gain value from this platform by having better visibility uh, to ETAs around their shipments as well. And you know, lastly, in terms of you know, technology, um, we have a digital pricing tool that we've built that helps customers get a, a seamless experience regardless of who they interact with, an employee or, or through our digital channels. You know, all of these things combined um, are going to bring strong digital capabilities to Molo and help them better serve, you know, employees and customers and carriers. But what I say, lastly, is that Molo is really uh, about the power of our integrated solutions and, and, and just finding a way to serve our customers better. And you know, it is all about technology and, and te technology making the customer experience uh, cleaner and, and more enjoyable. When we talk about the, the automation part of either booking loads or getting rates or negotiating um, the, the transactions, what's, what are the key ingredients that, that, that really make that click and work? You know, when I think about 
customer experience technology. I, I think more about an attitude or an approach in how we design these technologies. You know, um, we listen, we're, we're agile, we respond, um, we're aware and we change. And, and we really try to put ourselves in the shoes of our customers. Um, doing so helps us better understand our, how our processes, um, our services and technologies impact their experience. And so I wanna, I wanna give you an example. Um, it's a bit dated, but it's, it's really good. And I think it's reflective of how we do things today at ArcBest. Um, you know, I've been with ArcBest for uh, 27 years and I started out as a, uh, a freshly minted software engineer. Um, the first seven years at ArcBest, um, I spent on customer experience technologies. And we were right in the middle, right at the beginning really, of trying to figure out what we were gonna do with this new thing called the World Wide Web. Um, everyone was. And so we had an idea and the idea was focused on um, really uh, kind of going against what everyone else was doing, which was uh, putting their marketing materials online. Um, the web was becoming kind of a big online yellow pages. And so we kind of bypassed that step and we just started with a simple question which was, um, what if we took these internal systems that our employees were using, these green tube systems, these client server technologies that our customer support people were using, and what if we could, could somehow front end these systems um, with these emerging web technologies so that our customers could directly access these systems? And that seems so generic today, but back then no one was doing it. And so our programmers were actually making sales calls with our account managers to better understand how customers wanted to use these, these new technologies. We, we funneled customer calls to the help desk directly to our internet development team to kind of co-create you know, on the fly with customers at their moment of, of need. And so we led this arms race of um, deploying online transportation and logistics to the internet it was a, an amazing innovation and tech journey with our customers. And so, you know, we've definitely evolved since then. Today, we conduct, conduct um, in-depth design thinking sessions around customer technology that includes customers and, and subject matter experts and uh, capacity providers, our employees, including our tech professionals. And so I think the key here um, is really twofold in respect to how we think about customer experience technology. First, it's much more about listening um, and being agile. And, and we do that every day. And then I think second, it's about an attitude that innovative thinking drives us forward. And that attitude is really at our core. And, and so today I think ArcBest is uniquely positioned uh, to address industry challenges and, and drive our customers' business forward. And we can help our customers shift modes without needing to shift carriers. So our, our breadth of solutions through this kind of mindset really simplifies their experience and provides a lot of flexibility. Yeah, you, you mentioned back in the early days of trying to figure out how to, to use the World Wide Web and not make uh, your marketing materials or a directory on online page and having software engineers uh, sit with account managers making sales calls. 
uh, it's it's kind of the, the same process today. Whenever you look out at the three PL tech space, you know we've evolved more than just uh, these worldwide web tools. Maybe it's cloud tools. Maybe it is uh, talk about blockchain every once in a while as well. But there, there's new evolutions of technology coming out and trying to marry that in and uh, and, and have your customers and, and shippers have access into kind of the, the guts of your operation to where they can get the, the information they need without relying on on certainly people or, or salespeople or, uh, you know, organization to communicate to them and making that as seamless as possible. And when you look out on the 3PL tech landscape today, uh, what do you see uh, in that progression, that evolution? Yeah, that's a great question. And there's a lot going on there. We're seeing so much investment that's happening through uh, the startup space from, from both coast and, and, and mid-America in terms of innovation and, and new players on the field. Um, I think uh, we're seeing as many uh, startups in the space that we're seeing as we're seeing emerging technologies. You know, first what I'd say is that we, we all know um, that the transportation and logistic mar- market continues to change rapidly. Um, and that's ArcBest as well. We're, we're, we're evolving. We're using tech innovative technology and solutions that better serve our customers' uh, total supply chain needs. But what I'd say though, Kevin, it's it's really difficult to kind of nail down one particular technology over another in terms of what's most important for the 3PL landscape. I will say that the playing field is well known though. You know, Gartner has cataloged hundreds of emerging technologies across various industries, across functions and verticals and and so we're all discussing kind of the usual set suspects of, you know, Internet of Things, of, of predictive and prescriptive analytics, uh, cognitive tech in machine learning and proprietary algorithms, mode optimization, automation. I mean, just don't, I could I could go on and on. Right. And mm-hmm. but and, you know, but we're definitely investing in all of that. And, and at our best, we're reaping great results with industry first and shipment visibility and dynamic pricing and data connectivity. But what I'd say is these wins come more from the art versus the science. You know, for us, it's about creative and crazy smart and industrious people weaving all these technologies together to create solutions that benefit customers, capacity providers that expand revenues and optimize cost. Our tech professionals can do this because they also understand the logistics and transportation business in addition to the technology. The average tenure of an ArcBest technologist, and we have 500 of these folks, is nearly 15 years. And that's an amazing number compared to other industries and organizations in terms of that tenure of 15 years. So that gives our technologists the ability to really understand the different areas that they're embedded in, whether it's customer experience, or yield management or asset-based operations, truckload brokerage. So they go, they really understand these areas in a deep way and can interact with the functional leadership and and tactical teams in deploying those technologies, whether that's serving the the, the 3PL component of the business or other areas. And so what what I'd say, the key here is this for us, is that the technologies in the 3PL landscape will, will come and go but it's really our people who are at the heart of our success 
And so it's about the investment in the technology and the people. It really is. You bring up a, a great point there is, is the, the, the technology uh, or the freight tech companies with the, the background in, in freight. You know, the, the only reason why I know freight so well is because I sat in a freight broker seat. For, for a long time. And it gives you that intimate look at what what the workflow is, what problems can arise, um, what problems there, there really needs to be solved. And uh, a lot of times engineers come from outside, right? The, the, the tech engineers. And you almost have to teach them freight industry uh, before they can really de- design anything. So you have that. And then I look back, you know, let's say 2012, 2013, 2014, up to today, though, the technology and and certainly the 3PL industry has changed so much. It's like a different world. Uh, and and, and our, our founder and CEO, Craig Fuller, wrote an article a, a couple weeks ago now uh, about is this or is this freight tech's Lehman moment where there's escape velocity? It's been a very popular area with VCs, but are we about to really hit escape velocity and, and change? over the next decade, uh, exponentially from where we changed over the last 10 years. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I feel like, I think I remember uh, that article. I also remember an article about um, kind of some of the five key, you know, issues around tech and what's happening with uh, disruption in the supply chain and what's happening and how we need to respond. And I'd say that's absolutely evolving. When you look at, um, I mentioned Gartner, and they publish a number of hype cycles around technology. I feel like our industry is going through its own hype cycle in, in that there are uh, a myriad of technologies um, and startups that are you know, promising really big results, okay? And, and they're at the top of that, of that, of that promise. And, and we're moving into an area where some of those things are playing out. And some of those things are not playing out in terms of the delivering on those concepts. And I feel like, to Craig's point, is that we're about to move into a place where, um, where, where we're going to start seeing the benefit. We're going to start seeing the real benefit, which may not be at the top of the top of the hype, but it's going to play out for us. And what I say for ArcBast, you know, what we're doing in that process is, you know, we're making sure that we're, we're listening to what's happening out in the space, whether it's a, a technology or a startup, um, we've got people that are dedicated to that. We're, we're trying to be agile and adjust. And we're also trying to manage these things in a way like a, like a portfolio. When we look at our tech and innovation spend, we spend about 4% of our revenue on tech and innovation. But what we've really done is we've optimized that run the business spend where it's at a place that's kind of at or uh, below industry benchmarks. And then the remaining part of that spend is really toward tech and innovation across a portfolio of these investments. And so that's kind of how we're approaching, you know, who's going to win and who's not going to win in terms of the, 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 what I would call the arms dealers in this space who are providing tech, who are providing innovation. So, so Michael, and you talked to a lot of freight tech companies out there uh, as chief innovation officer over uh, ArcBus. What what are a couple of pieces of advice you would give freight tech companies as they they go out and and talk to the market? Because I I know that that sometimes it can be confusing. Uh, You know, the, the solutions aren't, you know, always complete, you know, there, there, there are 
evolving, they're a work in progress. Uh, what's the, the best way to go out and uh, secure new customers as a new freight tech company? What are some of the, the, the main things that uh, the you know freight tech entrepreneurs should be aware of? I think from my perspective is they've got to be re- willing to have the bandwidth to, to, to kind of sit down and especially if they don't have a product that's got uh, existing revenue or existing customers, they've got to be willing to sit down and work through a co-creation process with a, with a, with a company like ArcBest. And, and I can tell you, we're, we're in that place where if we see something that is, that is interesting, that um, we can see fitting in with kind of our roadmap, we're going to have that conversation and we're going to be willing to put resources toward working with them in that process. And so they've got to be kind of willing to kind of walk that walk through the process and be agile and adaptable in that. That would, to me, that's really um, one of the larger elements uh, of what they can do. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, that is uh, revenue is king. As always, uh, but but sometimes uh, depending on the solution that you have uh, as a freight tech company, you know, is it enterprise or does it, you know, fill the need on one specific problem? You know, the revenue generation uh, that it comes out of of trying to uh, create a product that that is scalable can be uh, difficult sometimes. Yeah, I agree, Michael. It's always a pleasure talking to you. Uh, you know, before we leave, are there any you know closing remarks or, or things uh, that you'd like to uh, point out to our audience? Sure, Kevin. You know, I've really enjoyed the discussion as well, and 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 talking with you again. I think, you know, in terms of concluding remarks, I'd say, you know, we're ArcBest is focused on making business easier for our customers, capacity partners. We we know our innovative thinking and solutions and technology help us to do that. It's it's also our responsibility to make meaningful actions for our people our planet and our communities. And I think together um, we'll continue to find a way to, to tackle every challenge you know, thrown our way and, and keep this uh, global supply chain moving. So Kevin, thank you very much. Thanks, Michael, for joining us today here at F3. And for our audience, stay tuned for some more fantastic content coming up this afternoon at F3.